the co-founder of the dating website Lava Life, which I'm sure a lot of you have used. And uh, he joined the cast of CBC's Dragon's Den from 2011 to 2013. His name is Bruce Croxon. Welcome to the show, Bruce. Yeah, hi, how are you? I'm great. Bruce, you are one of the names on this uh, petition, the Council of Progressive Business Leaders. Who are they? Well, it, it's it's actually a relatively hastily formed group of concerned small business owners and entrepreneurs uh, that we've tried to galvanize in a relatively short period of time to uh, try and speak with one voice uh, to the Prime Minister and uh and Mr. Morno, just to express our concern that some of the directions in these recent tax changes are not in the best interest of the country. So this council was formed specifically to address this? Yes, it was. Okay, there's a lot of big names on this council. You, you know, your fellow dragon, Arlene Dickinson. Um, yeah. Peter Schwartz is on here. Uh, Adam Adamu. And uh, a few others. But is, is it important that you have, you know, because the doctors have been freaking out. And that's fair to say, pretty much freaking out about this, along with the farmers for uh, some months now. And they've been, you know, yelling for help and and pointing out this is not going to work for us. They're worried about the brain drain going down to the states. Uh, Do you think in order to get Trudeau's attention, it takes not only their voices and the names on the petition, but it really takes the big entrepreneurial voices like yours and the other people in this council to get attention? The the reality is that... uh each one of the groups that you just mentioned Mm. have significant concerns. And when you pile them all together, uh, it's, it's, it it has the capability, the changes have the capability of having a a, a tremendous negative impact on the Canadian economy and entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, Yes. I I am old enough to remember the last time we lost doctors Mm -hmm. to the United States. Uh, It happened to be when, the current prime minister's father was in power. I'm not interested in reliving that. I can't speak for farmers. Um, I, 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 I don't know many and I've never been one, but I understand that there are legitimate concerns there as well. The position I'm most knowledgeable about based on my own experience as a small business person is the impact that the current proposed tax changes will have, certainly have, on investment back into small businesses in Canada. And I, I'll take the opportunity to remind anyone that's listening that the small business, uh, small business in Canada accounts for 8 million jobs. They're the lifeblood of the Canadian economy. Um, and my bigger concern is that when you add all the changes together that are seemingly coming at small business people all at once, mm-hmm. And not, you know, including minimum wage increases. And, and by the way, I'm not opposed to any plan being tweaked. I'm not opposed. To, we're not opposed to minimum wage going up in the province. But when you do it all at once in such a dramatic, abrupt fashion, uh, while at the same time, government jobs are becoming increasingly attractive and pensions uh, that are in that are that go along with senior government positions are not impacted by the economy. When you put all these things together, it's becoming rather daunting for small business people to even contemplate starting up new ventures. And and that cannot be a good thing uh, for Canada at a time when we should be flying. And in many ways we are right off the back of, uh, of a, of a U.S. president who's not making people feel welcome to the country. This should be our time to shine. Mm-hmm. So the, the timing of it 
uh, baffles a, a, a large number of us. We're talking the timing and the abruptness of the change. We're talking with Bruce Croxon, who is partner with Round 13 Capital, host of the Disruptors on BNN. And uh, Bruce, what are the sticking points of the tax changes for you that are uh, most alarming? Well, two. Um, one is this whole notion of, of, of income splitting or income sprinkling. Um, and to me, I mean, most small business people, when they start out their venture, are it's not uncommon to be working 70, 80 hours a week on their venture and don't even do the math on what the compensation is per hour because it'll bring them to tears. Right. So wh- whoever the, the, the spouse, be it man or woman that is at home, trying to hold the home front together, raising the family, uh, you know, taking care of the kids. There you, it, it, the way it's set up now is that you are able to split your income, that whatever you make from the small business between you and your spouse. And to me, it's not a very liberal-minded thing to assume that just because somebody is doing the important job of raising a family, it, that that is not an import, that is not a worthy enough job to have income attached to it. So Especially when it's usually a woman. Industry. And, and the Trudeau government's all about women and empowering women. Supposed to be. Yes. Supposed to be. So I do not find that a very liberal uh, point of view. Mm-hmm. The bigger issue for me is that they're going after what's called passive investments that private corporations make. So I've invested in personally probably 30 companies in the last seven years. They've all been done out of my private investment company, mm-hmm. which currently has a tax advantage for me to do that. They are proposing that, that whatever advantages exist for me within my private holding company and, and other uh, small, medium-sized businesses, as whatever income is sitting there generating returns, it, as of this proposal, is going to be taxed at, the full, at, 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 at a larger rate in order to equate it to the amount of tax you would have paid had you been investing as a private citizen. So it doesn't and, take a rocket scientist to see that that is going to be a disincentive for people investing in businesses that aren't their own. The, I, I, I won't do it anymore. And, wow. you know, for those of you that have been you know, trying to do business at, at a small level in the country for as long as I have, you will know this to be true. It's not like the five chartered Canadian banks are going to drop down and start writing $100,000, $250,000 checks to get small, small and medium-sized businesses off the ground. That is a hole that is not going to be filled. So what, where does that leave them? That leaves them with nothing. I mean, I think we're going to have a dramatic slowdown in the number of people that want to go and, and start the journey of starting a new business. Uh, and I think it's going to be very, very difficult for the ones that are in business now to put aside money for a rainy day in a good year. Um, I think the impact on future job creation is going to be profound. And I guess all that leads to a message that we'd like to say is, look, it, small business is poised for great things in the country for a whole pile of reasons. Why don't we shift our focus instead of taking from them? Why don't we encourage them? in order to make more revenue that you can tax legitimately mm-hmm. to make up for the amount of money that you're spending that you're not taking in. Because that's where all this is coming from, unfortunately, right? You're, you've got a government that, by the way, are doing some great things, right? I love their position on climate change. I'm, I, I, I like how hard they're working for the rights of Indigenous people, but they are spending more money than they're bringing in 
at an alarming rate. And the easiest target for them to fill that gap is small, medium-sized business. And I think that is an ill-conceived, very troubling target for the long-term future of the country. Bruce, so you've got this petition out, and it is addressed to Bill Morneau and uh, our Prime Minister. Um, How long is the petition going to be up, and when will it be delivered? So the website is WTFJT. What the JT? Okay. .ca, okay. And we direct everybody to change.org when you log on to that website. And we, we, we started marketing this on Saturday, and we're just under 100,000 names. So that gives you a little bit of an idea on how much passion has been locked up around this issue. So I would urge all of your listeners to visit the website, read our letter, and make your voices heard because this is the time to do so. And how long will it be up? Do you know? It'll be listen. It'll be up. It'll be up until we get a chance to sit down and consult with the people that are making the decisions on our behalf. So All right. There's no. There's no limit to it. If you do get a chance to sit down and consult, can we reach out to Chris and let him know? Because we'd love to have you on. I'd love to hear, and I'm sure the audience would be interested to hear how things went. And, and I would love to do that. And by the way, that's all we're asking for is 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 an audience. This should be a consultative process. It mm-hmm. should not be. Hey, we've decided what's best for the country. Here you go. And we don't want to hear anything about it. That's not how this country should work. Bruce, I really appreciate you taking some time to be on our show today. I want to thank you for having me on. Cheers. Thanks so much. Bruce Croxon, of course, partner with Round 13 Capital, host of The Disruptors on BNN, former Dragon. He's now with the Council of Progressive Business Leaders. Why? Because he wants to help out the entrepreneur, the Canadian businessman out there. He wants you to click on their petition. They'll get it out to hopefully they'll be uh, having a sit down with JT and with uh, Bill Morneau. The uh, website is www.wtfjt. What the Justin Trudeau? WTFJT.ca.